Hey, welcome back to the Brink of Reality podcast. I am your host, Ryan Brinks, in the chair, as always, here to bring you my first of five X interviews for today. It has been a big morning. Uh, I have got up very, very early and have chatted to the final five contestants from Survivor 41. And it's been delightful, to be honest. It's been really great to break down their games, talk about their experiences. Uh, obviously, a little different this time. Normally, they'd all be in LA and they're not this time. So that's a bit different. But to chat to Ricard, especially, this is one that I have been counting down the entire season. I was hoping that I would chat to him on the last day. I have. Uh, I was hoping that I would chat to him as the winner of Survivor. Uh, not this time, but that's okay. Maybe in the future. Ricard has been a great player and uh, very excited to, to chat to him and break down his game. It was immense. There is so much. I'm sure there'll be deeper dives coming out um, on the internet during the next couple of weeks because his game is huge. It is epic, but uh, to get a little snapshot into his game was really great. So if you do like this podcast, as I said, the whole season, share it with a friend, especially this week. It is the final five X interviews that are all going to be dropping. I'm going to be labeling them with their proper names as well. Um, I'm not sure what order I'll post them in, but yeah, Ricard, I want to get this one out first because it was really big and really fun. So uh, I hope you enjoy my chat with Ricard. Hey, Ricard, how are you going? How are you? Uh, Ricard, obviously a huge night last night, Final Five. Was there anything that you could have done outside winning the immunity challenge to save yourself? No, there really wasn't. Um, I had one conversation that I think it's just way too much of a long shot for it to truly have worked. Um, Even though it wasn't a lie, I had a conversation with Xander about essentially if he votes me out, he has no chance of winning, which was not a lie. Um, and he is essentially choosing to give the win to either Heather, Erica, or if he keeps me in the game, he's choosing it to give it to his friend. And if he kept me in the game, he also had the possibility of winning. And I know this sounds really weird and roundabout, but Yasa didn't respect him for whatever reason. I mean, for reasons. and. He never played his idol for them. He never played an extra vote for him. He wasn't loyal to them the way that he said he would be. And so I always felt, honestly, if he had played his idol on me, it would have shown them they weren't worthy of the idol play, but he was always willing to do it and that he really was keeping his word. And I think that could have gotten him some credit. And then if he had personally taken me out um, in fire or something like then he could have gotten credit for that move, taking out the biggest threat in the game. But instead, he just went along with Erica and Heather's plan, which just made him kind of the bottom that a follower. And so he had no big moves. And so I tried to explain it, but how do I explain to a 20-year-old that the biggest, as the biggest threat, like, keep me in the game. It's what's going to help you. I wouldn't believe me, but it was actually the truth in the scenario. Yeah, and it's such an interesting concept as well. I, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Millennials vs. Gen X with David Wright and Ken and the situation where you go to the end, but you're you're pushing away a friend because you think you have a better chance of beating someone else. But in reality, you actually don't. Um, and it's really hard, I think, as you said, to, to, uh, to outlie that with someone um, who is a little bit younger. The scramble on the beach, that final uh, day that you had on the beach and looking for the advantage – um, how close were you to finding that? Absolutely. Uh, I needed 
that actually I just needed that advantage not to exist. Uh, but if I had that, adva- I can't even imagine if I had the advantage, how quick I would have done the puzzle. Cause I'm really freaking good at puzzles. And I still was doing very well in the puzzle with the massive lead that that advantage, I don't know why that little piece of paper says you have earned a slight advantage. That was not slight. That was more than 50% of three of the elements complete. Are you kidding? That's massive. So yeah, so it, it was really hard. Um, I was not physically close to where the actual uh, envelope was. I don't actually understand the clue. I don't get it. Now, it's definitely a throwback to Heroes vs. Villains, the, where the trees dance, Parvati found an idol with a very similar clue. But it said, hanging from the tree, like looking up in the tree, but it was like at the root of the tree. It was not hanging nowhere. It was stuck to the side of a, the, what are you talking about? The clue didn't even help anything. <laughs> so that was pretty frustrating. But yeah, I, I needed to win that challenge to stay in the game, essentially. And if I had, I would have been the winner. And I have no doubt in my mind about that. Yeah, no, you, I, you definitely would have been. Can you describe your game a little bit to someone who maybe is like an impartial viewer of Survivor? How would you describe the Ricard game? Um, well, my idea going into the game was to be under the radar, be helpful at camp, but not be a threat, not excel in any challenges the first half, but be helpful. Yeah. And yeah. be kind of friendly with everybody, but not too funny. Then when I got there, I realized very quickly Shan's personality and that she was so much more lovable than me. And I'm not a warm, funny human, like warm and fuzzy human. So the fact that she was so electric and if you were to meet her right now, you would do anything she said. It is unbelievable her power. And so I was like, oh, I have to I have to do the game that I wanted to do. I cannot be a threat at all. I cannot show any of my cards. And then at Merge, I wanted to be like the challenge piece. I wanted to show people what I was really made of. And I did exactly that. And it was really, really awesome to have an idea in my mind of what I wanted and to really follow it to a T. It's just a bummer that I didn't get to have more personal relationships at UA first. I, I did want to have some friendships at least, but I didn't feel like I could. I felt like there would be too much jealousy because of how close the relationships were with Shan and the rest of UA. Do you feel like it was an advantage for you having to play uh, the game early and have to play in that pre-merge where we had half the, the merge tribe effectively play no game until the merge? Yeah, I think... I think it was an advantage that I, I didn't think was going to be an advantage. When we went into the merge, I was like, oh my God, they're going to know that we have done so much. We have outlasted everybody and we are going to be the targets. But instead, everybody was kind of floundering, which was odd. And I mean, they picked up their torches for the first time at merge. That was weird to see. And they kind of just came to us for advice, especially Shan, because Shan's amazing. Um, And so we weren't the threats that we thought we were going to be, which was so trippy because we were like, oh, we're good at this game and we're going to have to really put in the high gear to stay safe. And But instead, everyone's like, what do we do? How do we survive? (laughs) It was really funny. Yeah, I can see that as well. It's really fascinating your relationship with Shan and we've touched on it a little bit, but ultimately you decide to take her out um, at the point that you do. Um, Can you talk through that? And I just loved the relationship that you had. It was so clear. It was unemotive in a way where it was really... 
it was really clear that you both understood this was a game and that at some point you would have to cut the other person. And it seemed like there was a lot of respect between the two of you about the potential move that may happen. The thing that's kind of funny is we had no fears in this game with our gameplay, except telling each other that we were willing to go to the end with one another. It's like we were scared to say it. Shan said it perfectly in one of her exit press. Like it was asking the person to go to prom and you're so scared they're going to say no. We were terrified, especially at the pizza thing. Like we, I was trying to get her to say it. She was trying to get me to say it. Neither of us did. And then she said, oh, let's talk about it later. And I was like, you don't want to talk about it now. <laughs> we could talk about it right now. It was so awkward. And when I decided to vote her out, I think the timing of her conversations with me is what really did her in. If she had told me after the immunity challenge that I was in danger, we could have figured it out together and we could have taken out to Sean if I didn't have immunity. But she told me beforehand that she wanted to get out to Sean to keep me safe because I was her person. And I was like, yes, amazing. Then I went immunity and she's like, so the person that hates you and wants you out of the game actually is cool. We, we'll keep them in the game and we'll get rid of your friend, Erica. That was her biggest mistake. Because why, if you are with me, why are you willing to keep Deshaun? He hates me. That, does, that just doesn't make sense to me. And another portion of it that was not in the edit is when I say to her, um, I'm surprised you're telling me this. Like, I'm really surprised you're being this honest. She said, it's just not time. Let's not go for each other yet. But next round we can. Let's go for each other at final seven. And I'm like, hold up. So you want to have four people in your alliance and an idol and me just be on like three on the other side. And then I have permission to go for you. Absolutely not. So that was something that was a huge turning point. And I knew it had to happen that day. I went up to everyone. It would have been very easy to get the fifth vote with Xander's extra vote, but I didn't want Xander's extra vote. I wanted to break up Deshaun and the rest of the alliance. And so I went up to Deshaun and it was a big risk, but it caused the biggest drift between them based on the truth, no lies. And I think that was the better way to go. Can you talk to me about your relationship with Erica as well? Obviously, it seems that you were incredibly strong and you spoke about it there as well, that she was like one of your people. Can you, can you share that with us? Because I don't feel like we saw that early on and it really came through late. Yeah, I. it's such a bummer. I, Xander and Erica, I was really close with them, like on a friendship level. And then I was close also with Heather as an alliance member. Um, we had really great relationships. And I think what really built Erica and me up was so many people try to establish a relationship when they're in danger and they need an ally. They need a friend on their side. But I made the conscientious decision to approach Erica when she was safe after she smashed the hourglass. And when I had immunity, because if I'm approaching her and telling her intel, telling her all about Luvu, telling her all the secrets, when I have no need for her to keep me safe at that moment, I'm establishing a relationship at my best case scenario. So then I can come up to her in my worst case scenario and be like, yeah, we're already friends. I actually brought that up when we were on our split beach trying to get out in Nasir. I was like, I'm so glad we had a friendship before we came here. Because otherwise, I would just look desperate. There's three Lulu against two Ua, and I'm so glad we're real friends. And I got, I got my way. I think that's a pretty kick-ass story. 
Uh, agreed. Me too. Ricardo, I don't have much longer, so I got one last I got one last question. What have you learned about yourself through playing Survivor? I, I agree with you. I was having this in my chat thread yesterday. I agree. I think you are a once in a maybe three or four year Survivor player. I think you're a really excellent player. But what have you learned about yourself from playing this game? You know, I thought I was going to have to convince myself daily of why I'm here, keep my head in the game, and embrace this experience the best I can. I did not anticipate actually turning into my own version of a jungle man and like really living there. Like there were days where we had our little bit of rice that I stepped down for and people would be like, Oh, should we make rice? And I'm like, maybe tomorrow. Like, I didn't care. I was just like, we don't need this right now. We can save it for later. It was pouring rain one night and everybody's like sitting and like trying to stay warm and they can't sleep. I laid on the bamboo with the rain pouring on my face and I slept through the whole night. Like I did so well out there and I did not see that coming. I didn't know I would just like live the game, not just like in the deal with it. Yeah. I, I think um, that was clear that you definitely lived the game and you embraced the game and you played the game masterfully. It was a real joy to watch. Um, it's sad. Next season, you won't be on the next season. We want to see you come back and play more Survivor at some point in the future. Um, you Soon. obviously didn't get Soon. the you didn't get you didn't you didn't get the win, but you did definitely make a mark on this on this franchise. And it's really great to see. Um, like Jeff has said, forty one drop the four, add the one. It is a new era of Survivor, and to have a new face of Survivor that played the game so well like you it was real good and this has been a pleasure to chat to you um ricard so um, all the best and enjoy the rest of your interviews and all the other stuff that you got going on thank you so much ryan all right that ends my chat with ricard there are so many questions that i had uh, i when i am watching the season i have on my phone different player notepads and uh, ricard's was very full this season he's been a really great player and uh, I think maximize everything he could do. Sometimes you are just such a big threat. You need a bit of luck to go your way to win the game. He just didn't have the luck that he needed. He won what he did um, and ultimately couldn't overcome that last little hurdle. But yeah, I think if he had have got to four with the prospect of a fire making challenge, he would have been a really strong chance of making it further. So yeah. Uh, interesting to see, uh, but really fun chat with Ricard. Again, thank you to CBS for setting these up, Channel 9 for organizing them during the season. I will be posting more podcasts as we go uh, during the day, hopefully in the feed. So check them out. They're all going to be labeled with their name as well. So I hope you do enjoy it. But that's it. Until next time, the community has spoken. I have spoken. Ricard has spoken. I will chat to you very, very soon with another Exit Press. So yeah, bye.